Bible Girl Podcast. I'm Jessica Robinson, and I've gathered my Bible, my journal, some study tools, and highlighters in every color for study time. From the practical to the inspirational, I pray that these podcasts give you the tools and motivation to be a Bible Girl, too. Welcome to today's podcast. We're going to be continuing our series on power verses. We're moving into Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 today. And before we jump into that, I just have a few uh, grace notes for you of some things that I'm currently loving right now. A few uh, recommendations for you. First of all, I've been reading the book, Finding the Love of God from Genesis to Revelation by Elise Fitzpatrick. And I'm enjoying the book a lot. In fact, so much so that I think I'm going to be using it in my summer Bible study. I usually do a women's study in the summer and I was going to write it myself. But some of the recent things I've been through, I haven't really had the opportunity to write like I was hoping uh, that I would this year. And so I'm going to be using a book study instead and adding a few things to it. So I'm going to be using that this summer. I encourage you to pick up a copy uh, if you are interested in learning more about the Bible and about Bible study and understanding what's in the Bible. It's a great book and it's a very judgment-free book. I think you'll really appreciate it. And it's also not a super long book for those of you that struggle with reading. I also wanted to recommend for those of you that enjoy things like uh, audiobooks or uh, reading ebooks, if you have access to a local library that has um, that offers the Hoopla app, which is H O O P L A, um, I would recommend checking that out. My library offers it. Many libraries across the country do. You would sign in with your library card information, and you have access to a certain number um, of things a month. So I think it depends on on the subscription plan that your library has. Um, Mine, for instance, I get 10 items a month. And so I can check out ebooks, audiobooks, and they also have movies and comic books and, and lots of stuff in there. The reason I'm recommending it is because they do have a great selection of Christian fiction and nonfiction in both ebook and audiobook, which is really nice. Um, a lot of times, the library collection, when you go to the actual library and try to check out books, some libraries have a really small section, or it's hard to get there uh, to get it, or there's long wait lists for it. Um, but the Hoopla app has a lot of stuff, including a lot of newer books that I've seen recently show up on Twitter feed and on Instagram and stuff. So if your library offers it, it's a way to get those books and read them or listen to them in audiobook uh, for free. So I would check that out. Also, another one that I'm, I'm talking about today is the app called Christian Audio. You can go online and check them out. They offer a free Christian nonfiction audiobook every month. Now, you don't get to pick it. They pick it. There's one every month, but they are newer books. They aren't, um, it's not like they're digging something out from the 60s and giving it away, but uh, these are newer books and you can um, purchase them. Um, I think you have to like actually add them to your shopping cart, but uh, they're free and um, you can download them onto the app and listen to them. I listen to a lot of audiobooks, um, especially recently in the last year or so, um, just because I've been um, more active trying to get uh, time on the treadmill in, and it helps me a lot to listen to audiobooks. And those are a couple of good sources for things that you don't have to pay for. Um, 
you can. There's a lot of great places to get audiobooks that'll cost you. But uh, these are two sources that I use to get books that uh, are free. And that's a nice help, especially when you go through a lot of them and, and listen to books quickly, like I do. And so I would encourage you to check those out. Those are your grace notes for this week. And we're going to jump into our passage for the day. Remember we said that power verses are verses that can have a profound impact in your life if you apply them correctly to your circumstances. And this is true of of much of the Bible, but there are some verses that just have immense power. They, They have an ability to transform everything about your life. And so we're covering four of these in this uh, small series. And if you haven't picked it up yet, all four of the verses are in Philippians. Uh, They're verses that we hear a lot, and um, especially with today's verse. And we're going to talk about why this verse is so troublesome, because I think many people interpret it incorrectly. So we're going to be looking at Philippians chapter four. And the verse, of course, is Philippians 4.13, which many of you could probably recite by heart, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. But the problem that we get is that we take that verse and then we begin to apply it to our lives without paying attention to the context. You see, that verse is actually the last sentence in a paragraph. And when studying any verse in the Bible, you need to make sure that you've read through and and understand the entire section so that you grasp what the verse is saying in context with the rest of the paragraph. You could pull any sentence out of a paragraph and, and tell it to someone else who didn't hear the entire conversation. And everyone that hears that individual sentence is going to have a different way of uh, interpreting it because they didn't hear the context of the conversation. Some verses in the Bible, you'll need to just read that whole paragraph to get a grasp of what the verse is talking about. But other times you may have to read an entire chapter to understand what that verse means. And so it's important to make sure that we're not just pulling an individual verse out and interpreting it and applying it to our lives without truly understanding the context. Context matters and it is incredibly important. So what we're going to do is we're going to back up to the beginning of that paragraph. The paragraph starts in verse 10 and I'm going to start reading for you there from Philippians 4 verse 10. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Paul is, first of all, expressing his gratitude for the care and the concern of the people at Philippi. They've expressed during his time that he's been spending in house arrest in Rome, their desire to meet his needs and to take care of him. And it appears that maybe they were unsure of how best to do so. And and Paul is saying that he appreciates that and that he rejoices in their, their desire to want to help him, but that he doesn't really have a need because he knows how to live well in times of abundance and in times of lack, in times of scarcity. He knows how to do that. And what he's found is that he can do it because God strengthens him. 
And I think there's an important principle in this verse that we miss because oftentimes when I hear people um, talk about that verse or claim that verse, many times they're talking about something that they're pursuing. They, they, they can do this because, you know, this is something they believe God wants for them and they're going to reach out and grab it and they're going to charge forward. I can do, I can do all things through Christ. But Paul isn't so much talking about what you're running towards or what you're trying to grasp or claim. He's talking about what is facing you and what has been sent your way by the hand of God. He's saying that it's not about finding strength to do whatever you want or whatever you think God wants you to go out and do. It's not about running towards something as if the strength to claim it in Jesus' name has been given to you. It's about what is coming toward you, the situation God is placing you in right now. It is specifically about responding to the events God is currently sending into your life in a way that honors him. Face them head on and rely on his strength to get you through. And that's what Paul is saying. It doesn't matter if I have a lot or if I have a little. I'm I'm content and I'm okay. And the reason that I am is because any situation that God sends into my life, I have the strength to handle. He's given me that strength. That strength comes from God. God strengthens him in whatever situation he brings into his life. The application of this, of course, is that you can find strength for every situation that God has allowed or sent into your life. This means a couple of important things. It means the the consequences of your sin or the sin of others. If God has allowed these things to come into your life, then he has the responsibility to be your strength and and to get you through them as you lean and trust and rely on him. Uh, This does, oftentimes I've been in situations in my life where I'm currently living in a situation that is troublesome, but I created it. I messed up. And there are times when I've struggled as to even how to pray about it because I, I realize that I'm going through a season of, of discipline or I'm going through this season of consequences and God is allowing me to experience them to help me grow. But that doesn't mean he leaves me out there on my own to fend for myself and figure it out. He is still with me. He is still providing strength to get through the very disaster that I created. So it's important to remember that if God has allowed this into your life or he's sent it into your life, then he is going to help you through even when the situation is your own problem or a result of someone else's sin. This covers the things that that you choose and and situations that you get yourself into, but it also uh, applies to the things that are chosen for you by the hand of God. In every situation you face, you can find the strength to make it through. I think this verse has immense power because we're all in some form or another living in some situation that makes us feel weak. I think if people were truly honest and willing to set aside maybe their their pride or uh, their facade of competence, that we would all admit there are situations in our lives that, that we are living in that we don't have a lot of confidence or we feel weak or we feel inept or unable to, to do them. Recently, I've realized that much of the confidence that I, I project is really just 
in my own ability to kind of figure it out as I go. And as God has put me in situations where I have to rely on someone else to figure it out, or I have to wait patiently for God to act, those are always reminders to me that uh, God gives me the strength in the situation, and it is not my strength that's going to carry me through. God will give you the strength for whatever situation you're facing as long as you turn to him. So I encourage you to take a look at this verse personally, maybe sit aside a few minutes in the week sometime and, and, and write out the things that you're facing right now, the situations in which you feel are out of control, the situations in which you feel you have no ability to, to change, the, the things that are hard for you, the struggles that you're facing, the things that God has allowed in your heart, that are, in your life that is, is refining you and that is changing you from the inside. Make a list of these things and then bring them to God in prayer and thank him for his work in your life. And also that he would continually give you strength and remind you of the strength that you have in him as you face each of these head on. I pray that these verses are blessing you. We have one more to go. We'll be back in two weeks with the last verse in this series. And then in June, we'll be starting um, our new series where we'll be talking about different books of the Bible. I've, um, I'm already hard at work on some of the material that I'll be giving you. I'm super excited about what is coming. We're going to start with the book of Luke, and we're going to give you some great tools to study that book. And uh, while we won't be studying the book as a group together, um, you will have the tools that you need um, if Luke is a book that you'd like to dig into one day. And we will continue um, a couple of times a month with some additional books. And before long, we will have a whole uh, encyclopedia of uh, information about how to study God's word book by book. I pray that God blesses your day. I pray that God gives you the strength today to not only just get through your day, but also to do it with joy and with compassion and with kindness and with great hope and optimism for what God is currently doing in each situation you face. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Go to BibleGrowPodcast.com to email me, download show notes, sign up for my newsletter, print the monthly scripture writing list, and listen to past episodes. Join the Bible Girl Facebook group to get the latest podcast news and to interact with me and other listeners. I'm all over social media as Jessie L. Robinson. That's J-E-S-S-I-L Robinson. I'd love for you to friend or follow me. Join me again for another episode of Bible Girl.